0: 2023. What opportunities and challenges lie ahead for you? Here's what you can expect for your year ahead. Now Saturn enters Pisces for the first time since 1993 on March 7th. Pluto enters Aquarius on March 23rd. It hasn't been here since 1778. Yep, you heard that right. The nodes of the moon enter Aquarius and Libra and so do the eclipses. We have two final eclipses in Taurus Scorpio axis. And then Venus is going to retrograde in July uh, into the sign of Leo on July 22nd. Jupiter moves through Aries and Taurus May 17th and all planets change sign from Earth to air. So moving forward, I want to look at things that might help you so you can plan to have a successful and amazing 2023. I'm sharing this month-by-month view. Hi, I'm Patricia Tate with WillowGraceMystic.com, and this is your year-ahead forecast for 2023. And you can hear a more in-depth description of these events as the year unfolds in my monthly forecast for each sign. Don't forget to subscribe. So let's dive in. January 2022 with Jupiter going back into Aries pretty much at the end of 2022 and Jupiter's going to be in Aries at the beginning of January. So January we're going to have to have this Mars station uh, and Mercury station direct because those are both retrograde also. So this feels like a big push forward with all Jupiter things. Jupiter represents our beliefs, optimism, growth, and it's the first sign. It's in the first sign of the zodiac Aries. So this can be seen and felt as you can do it, you can achieve it, you have to be focused, you're now driven forward. Now I feel like where the problem is, is because Mars is retrograde on the first part of the year. Mars is the planet of what we are passionate about. It's your action, it's your drive. So think of things like your ambition, but it's retrograde, it's moving backwards. So you're gonna have to redo some of your actions. Now I'm saying this at the start of the year is not gonna feel like a beginning or a new year with your New Year's resolutions. It may feel like you have several New Year's resolutions, plans and expectations, but there's gonna be a, a short delay to move forward with it. So don't expect January 1st to feel like the day that you're ready to move forward. It's actually going to happen a couple weeks later, more towards January 12th. This is when Mars will station direct. Now Mars has been in Gemini for months. August, September, October, November, uh, December, all of 2022. Mars in Gemini is all about doing two things. Trying to change things, trying to change how you do things. Learning new things, arguing, debating, through words, information and then as Mars stations direct, you're now gonna have this new information. You've gone back, you've relearned something, and now it's time for you to integrate this new information that you've learned based off of your change in thoughts, the change in your ideas and things that have gone on in your mind. So around January 12th, Mars moving forward and stationing direct in Gemini is much more of an ambitious start. You're gonna feel like you've taken a deep breath and now you can enjoy a sigh of relief. Then we have Mercury stationing direct on January 18th. Now, the fact that we're starting this new year with Mercury retrograde kind of feels like it's a transitional phase. But with Mercury stationing direct in the sign of Capricorn, all types of work, business planning, achieving things like that is now going to start to move forward. Mercury is about your thoughts, your ideas, your mind. So now that you feel like you have this right plan and now you can move forward. And by the time you get to January 18th, things are all looking pretty good. And as we move forward through the month of January, it's going to be feeling a bit more hopeful. Now when we get to February, Venus is in Pisces until February 20th. Now I try to remember that it's still Aquarius season and that means that it's still a low energy time. Venus will move back into Pisces, and this means that your focus is going to be on fun, romance, merging, and blending with others. Venus is the planet of affection and relationships. So you're going to have this heightened ability at this time to intuitively pick up on other people's energy. Because Pisces is so fluid, use caution that you don't focus solely on what other people's needs are and neglect your own. Then we move forward to March. The first thing that happens is Saturn moves into Pisces on March 7th. Now Saturn's been in Aquarius for the past two and a half years. It brings us a lot of shock and surprise in all areas of our lives. And we finally have Saturn going into a new sign. This is one of the most exciting transits that we have for a lot of astrologers that are out there. And Saturn is going to be in this very watery and fluid sign until May 24th, 2025. Saturn is discipline, responsibility, reality, uh, rules, boundaries, control, and maturity. Pisces is hope, adapting, spirituality, truth, and forgiving. So to understand what a big shift this is, we need to look back at Saturn and Aquarius, where it's been for the past two years. Now, while Saturn was in Aquarius, it was more about a societal divide, and society and humanity in and of itself, We know that Saturn rules authority so there was this authoritarian control over how people thought that was dividing us, keeping us separated. Now because Aquarius is an air sign, it's keeping us separated through our ideas, through technology, through this information. Now it's all about to change when Saturn moves into Pisces. Pisces is all about integration and Saturn is all about authorities and boundaries and walls so that there's something that's going to come up That we were divided, we came apart, and now we're gonna slowly start to integrate back into togetherness. This is about adapting spirituality, truth, and forgiveness. So, Saturn Pisces is gonna be challenging your beliefs, your soul searching. When Saturn enters Pisces, spirituality will also be under scrutiny. There will be more red tape um, to be called an advisor, psychic, anything like that. Because Saturn wants certification, accreditation, and things to be democratized. Now, Saturn rules the here and the now. It rules our reality. And so the problem is Neptune is also in Pisces. And Neptune is about our dreams, mysticism, delusion, and fantasy. So as Saturn moves into Pisces, there's going to be this... Three-year period which things might get a little confusing. What is real? What is reality? It's going to start to slowly make less and less sense. So I feel at times things might be cloudy in terms of what are you wanting to make sense of? There might be some things that you learned that you didn't know. A lot of Saturn and Pisces is dealing with questioning the truth, uh, questioning authorities. This may also be a time where you question your beliefs and you look inward for some serious soul-searching. Saturn in Pisces is you taking the time to go within as you transcend yourself. Maybe you dive into spirituality. Saturn moving into Pisces is going to call that into question. Pisces is about, is about forgiving and for being happy and being very giving and nurturing to others. But it's also about adapting and changing with things, flowing with the energy for change this is not going to be just big for you, but also big on the, as the collective as a whole. So expect a lot of changes. Expect Saturn's hard exterior to soften as we learn to adapt and become more fluid with change. On March 20th, we're going to have the sun going into Aries. Now this kicks off the spring equinox, which is the start of the astrological new year. This is the start of a lot of new things that we're going to want to dive into head first. And then on March 23rd, Pluto is going to move into Aquarius. Now, this is pretty intense energy. Um, This is a 20-year long transit. Later on, it will dip back into Capricorn. And at this time, we're only going to get a sample of what the next 20 years is going to look like. This is clearly going to be a world shift and a world change. So looking back to understand where we're going, Pluto rules power, corruption, government, big corporation. Pluto literally rules the underworld. So try to visualize things that you cannot see running the show. Pluto's been in the sign of Capricorn, which rules governments, corporations, and banks for the past 12 years. So now that Pluto is going to be in the sign of Aquarius, Aquarius represents the people. It's you. It's the collective. It's humanitarian, society, ideas, medicine. So Pluto is going to have the ability to revamp or corrupt Or take control and power over this area. This is a really good year to be skeptical about technology. Especially power structures within or controlling technology. Especially in how it controls society. Or if it controls your ideas or who you relate to. So pay special attention to Pluto being in Aquarius. Being this big shift of control. Now I know this may sound kind of dramatic, but this transformation is going to be huge with technology. Remember that Pluto ruling these things, this is about an intense regeneration. It's in the sign of Aquarius and Aquarius rules technology. And this is thinking about all these people in society. So if you're someone who's really in tune Um, maybe find an alternative route or look at technology differently. Look at control of people through technology differently. Take a moment to be more, uh, having a more skeptical lens. Um, Taking more time to make sense of things that are going on at this time. Just a few days later on the 25th, Mars is going to enter Cancer. Now this is a big deal because Mars has been in Gemini from August, September October, November, December, and January and February, and that's uh, and all of March. So essentially eight months of Mars and the same sign. That's significant because Mars typically spends only about six weeks in one sign. So it's not a normal amount of time for Mars to be in one sign. Mars is now going to leave its shadow and it's going to enter this new sign and uh, it doesn't do well in this sign. Because Mars is all about heat fire, passion, drive. And cancer is all about feelings, emotions, protection, safety. So with Mars and cancer at this time, it's going to be more about shifting your energy from disagreements and conflicts and redirecting your energy to defending and protecting. You may now feel more on the defensive end than on the offensive end. Mars and cancer brings you a lot of sensitivity and insecurity with your actions. There can be possibly confusion with your actions. It's in the sign that represents your moon, so your emotions and your feelings are going to be intertwined with your actions. Now this month's energy really shifts in that you know things might have been heated and intense and that there's something happening that you are that you need to be much more nurturing and caring and protecting and defending about. It might be combined with this confusion because it's been such a long period of learning and relearning and maybe having to start over or start something new that maybe just doesn't feel comfortable. So you have to go back to it and review it. Then in April, on April 20th, we have a total solar eclipse at 29 degrees in Aries. They happen every six months and they come in pairs of new moon, full moon, Eclipses are when the moon blocks the sun or the earth blocks the moon and the sun's light. They symbolize extreme shifts and realignments. Now sometimes eclipses are referred to as portals or gateways where we experience sudden change or major shifts in your life. With this eclipse, it's important because it's going to be the first eclipse in the sign of Aries. This is the start of a new eclipse cycle on your Aries-Libra part of your chart. This eclipse is in the sign of Aries and although the North Node, the thing that symbolizes where the eclipses are is still actually in the sign of Taurus, you're now going to see or you're now going to feel what happens when you're going to have a precursor of events in your life that's gonna be happening later on in 2023 and into 2024. The North Node still being in Taurus means that you still have things to do with Taurus themes in your life like safety, security, and stability. Now with this eclipse, think Aries things, like you're going to be initiating, fighting, conflict. And with this being at 29 degrees, this is an anorotic degree, meaning that this is an energy that's very difficult, shaky, possibly frustrating. So in terms of frustration that's caused, maybe it's a big change in your life that's happening, especially in terms of you initiating or you starting something new. Since this is the first in a series, please make sure that you pay attention to what's happening in your life at this time because this time and events will be introducing new topics into your life that will become important and prevalent as you go over the next year and a half moving forward. And then on April 21st to May 14th, Mercury is going to station retrograde. Now this is notable because it conjoins with the planet Uranus. Uranus is all about shaking things up, shock, awe instability, unexpected events. Mercury retrogrades, they're generally similar things as well as delays, problems, technology. And this being in the sign of Taurus, it will be about delaying things that you value, your security, your stability. Now this could include food, luxury, or things that nurture you. What gives us a good feeling My thoughts are that since Mercury is going to be retrograde here and it's during an eclipse there can be this whole rethinking of this area of your life. This is also kind of an opening of a door for Jupiter themes of expansion and seeing the bigger picture to move forward. Then on May, on May 5th we have uh, the first lunar eclipse in uh, the deep watery sign of Scorpio. Now this is gonna be the last eclipse in this series, in this theme. This is gonna be a closing out of a chapter of your life from the last year and a half. For this last one, you are now ready to release, to remove any residual energy or anything that's left that you need to get rid of or to clear out To leave you with this lighter feeling now. Think of it as I'm ready to move forward. You have unpacked and cleared things from your past. You've done the shadow work. And you're now ready for any future work to move forward with. And on May 16th, Jupiter is now going to move into Taurus. Jupiter ingressing into Taurus, our focus is really going to be on dealing with the powers that are underneath the surface, gaining control through technology over the masses of people, harnessing the power of that technology. Jupiter in Taurus is all about expansion, and it applies to your beliefs, your hopes, your your seeing the bigger picture. Jupiter represents excess, and it brings gifts, opportunities, faith, abundance, joy, and good luck. Now, Taurus deals with physical goods, values, food, luxury items, land, security, and the feeling of security, like making sure that things are strong and fortified. It wants stability, so there's going to be something that really gets unlocked in that Taurus area of your life. What do you value? What are you increasing in value? What are you increasing in quality? This time we'll be reflecting more on what you value and what you enjoy. This seems like more of a stable period than the past two years have been. Now Mars moves into Leo on 520. So this is really important for a few reasons. One, Mars just spent eight months in Gemini retrograde. And then it moved into Cancer for a couple weeks. And it's not its favorite place to be. So when it enters Leo, this is going to be a feeling of fire and a passion. Mars is about fights and what drives us and conflicts. And it's going to be going It's going to be opposite of Pluto. So this includes power structures, corrupt entities, and and it has this Aquarian theme. So the societal divide and technology. So there's going to be some pushback here with conflict with Leo themes. It could possibly have to do with leadership, courage, and passion. So you may notice that your energy is really going to fire up and you're going to have this uh, feeling of more ambition to move forward with. Now, looking into the future, what's really important to take note of is that in the winter of 2024, so not this coming up 2023, but 2024, there's going to be a Mars retrograde and it's going to be at this point in the sky. So, there's going to be something that happens in your life and globally as a whole um, on May 20th that's really important for you personally and for the masses of people. So, I'm thinking. Uh, Mark this day down as something pivotal that can happen and for you personally and also for the next presidential election in America. Then June. So a lot of things are going to be happening here. On June 1st, Jupiter is going to be conjoining with the North Node. Now the North Node is the direction in which we're moving towards, but it lacks prior knowledge. So this is an area of your life that Uh, at this time can be all time consuming, that you cannot get enough of, that you want to move towards. Jupiter conjoining the North Node is going to feel like an absolute want, a need, a desire, this raw energy to expand your values, your goods, to expand the security of what you feel in your life, to make you feel secure. Your beliefs are going to be very tied to what is growing and expanding in your life right now. So what is secure for you? What is stable? This is going to be really good for a lot of things, but it can also come at a cost with possible problems. There is such a thing as overdoing it. The biggest issue that's going to come with this conjunction of Jupiter in the North Node is it can be very easy to overdo some things, especially when it comes to the Taurus themes, which is food, alcohol, and things that bring us pleasure. So there's going to be a need to not overdo things, to make sure it feels good, and to find this happy balance for you for feeling good and feeling secure, but not overdoing it. Not that one drink too many or that one bite too much. Then on the 11th, we're gonna have Pluto going back into Capricorn. Now Pluto moving back into Capricorn where it's been for the past 12 years is going to be like we have this weird feeling of normal again. Think about when uh, the lockdowns first happened and everything was new and different. And then around the summer, There were some places that were doing lockdowns and other places that were not. And we had this really weird sense of going back to normal, but we're never going to be going back to that normal again. So now Pluto and Capricorn turns these topics back into the possibility of uh, corruption with power banks and governments. This could be our more immediate focus rather than the technology that was introduced with this expansion of And then on the 17th, Saturn stations retrograde. So retrogrades are different for every planet and Saturn stations retrograde for about a third of the year. So it's not like a Mercury retrograde where it happens three or four times and it's scattered energy for a shorter period of time. Saturn's ingress into Pisces is going to offer you a, a shift of your reality. It will shift what you're focusing on, like your beliefs, your dreams, your spirituality. So at this time you may question those topics or those themes in your life. The analogy I like to use for Saturn moving forward is that you have this amazing new job. You just got it. You're excited. You're pumped. But when Saturn stations retrograde, you realize how much responsibility comes with this new job. And all of a sudden, the work that goes into scheduling and responsibilities and being the manager, being the boss, the excitement of this newness of your job begins to wear off. And so the challenge comes with learning the new facets of it and the growth from pushing through the lessons that you're learning and experiencing. Then when Saturn finally does station direct again, it's like you have these new lessons that you've learned. You are now more mature. For example, you may be taking on more responsibility or you have more discipline in certain areas of your life. And at the end, you have this grown with new growth and maturity. Then the very next day on June 18th, Venus enters her shadow period. There's going to be topics of Venus, which are values, cash, property, and how you see yourself. Now, it's going to be in Leo, so think fun and confident, so energy is going to be the spotlight. This can bring up things that are brought to your attention that have to do with your passion, your, your heart, uh, being playful, simply childlike energy, or your children. There could be something going on in your life on this day that you're going to come back to. There could be something that happens that causes you to a, a shift in your values. At this time, there can be a lot of innovation and creative opportunities for you. As with all Venus retrograde, uh, remember that people from the past may come back into your life. And you may look back on old hairstyles, old clothing styles, or going back to looking at the way that you used to look or the way that you used to be. And also know that if you meet someone during a Venus retrograde, a friend or a old romance, Uh, It will most likely not last because when Venus does station direct it'll be like seeing them for the first time Who as who they really are and you may part ways Next in July July 17th We're going to have this north node moving into Aries and the south node shift into Libra This is where the eclipses actually change place. So there's a lot to cover with this I'm also going to have a separate video that I will go into more detail with later so the nodes are eclipses or uh, where the eclipses are located. With eclipses come extreme changes and shifts, and they give you this push-pull energy. So look to where you have Aries and Libras, Libra houses in your chart. The Aries and Libra access it deals with the me versus the we, war versus peace. It's the self in the relationships. The north node and its pull, its hunger it's drive it's this desire for a change in a direction and it's really where your attention is focused on the north node is where you're headed to the north node is unknown or uncharted territory and this there's this really big pull in this certain area of your life and the south node is the release area it's kind of what's holding you back it's where you go to when you're comfortable but it offers no new growth so it's here that you have to combine and integrate where you've been and where you're going. The me versus the we. With the south node in Libra, this is about what you're going to be moving away from, being fair being balanced, being peaceful. Now I know this sounds a little difficult, but on a personal level, I want you to think of in your life where you have peace. Now think of this in your Libra chart. There's something in that area of your life that's starting to go away. And now it's going to force you to do the North Node in Aries thing. I mean, this means you taking more action and without war, we wouldn't have peace. So with no peace, there is no war. So I believe that there's a type of energy that it's gonna be coming through that you're going to have to push through to question or challenge some things so you can be more balanced and have more peace in your life. Next on July 20th, we have Mars opposite Saturn. So this is something that happens every two years and this is probably gonna be the most difficult transit of this year. Uh, This is going to be interesting because it'll probably have more to deal with uh, past pandemic related themes. Saturn, it represents authorities, plans, limitations, and opposite Mars is about disagreements and conflicts, and they're doing two separate things. Saturn is rules and structures, and in Pisces, you have to guess or figure out what are the rules. And Mars in Virgo, Mars needs to be precise and needs specific instructions in order to function and operate. And so there's going to be some type of feeling of I'm wanting to do things in a specific way or manner. But I don't have these guidelines that are set out for me to have success. I don't have a plan. So there might be a moment of having to get really clear. You are going to possibly overthink some things and you maybe need to do things more specific or get clear on what needs to be more specific for you to move forward with. Then on the 22nd a few days later we have Venus stationing retrograde in Leo. So this means a complete revamp or shift of your values. Now Venus retrogrades in the same exact sign every eight years. So if you think back to what was going on with you about eight years ago That would have been about the summer of 2015. There's going to be some kind of a repeat of this theme in your life. Because astrology is all about looking at cycles. This is an example of another cycle. Venus rules over your values, food, intimacy, luxuries, relationships, love, connections, fun, art, music. And Leo is all about your visibility, your passion, your heart, your courage, your leadership, expression, and self-interest. So Venus Stationing Retrograde, there is this transformation of what you want, what you like, what you desire, what you're connecting to. Venus Retrograde in Leo is going to be a shifting of your value system related to your sense of self and related to your identity, your personality, your passions, and you being in the spotlight. You having fun during this Venus Retrograde. And then When Venus does station direct, this is more about Venus going after what you want. And I think this is gonna be an exciting year of growth and an opportunity for a change in your values. This year is gonna be a lesson of trusting the process. This year of Saturn going into Pisces, there's going to be a lot of confusion around a lot of things because Saturn is the planet of reality. And in the sign of Pisces, it's distorted and it blurs things. And Neptune in the sign of Pisces, this is the planet of your dreams. Confusion, mysticism, and the planet of reality coming together. This can be a confusing time and adding in what is sustainable, what is solid, wanting your infrastructure to be solid. Saturn uh, represents time and maturity, so I feel that with Saturn in Pisces, there's going to be this moment of you really having to take a good look within for these answers. I believe it's going to be about trusting the process, and there's a need to not question your limiting beliefs and to be open-minded. It's the act of you trusting the process to move forward. It may feel like a test of sorts. It's going to require this open-minded thoughts and ideas for solutions that are going to call into question any limiting beliefs that you may have. Remember that the sign of Pisces is all about your beliefs and Saturn can say no to things and it can bring some forms of limitations for you. Saturn can bring a wall or a barrier or something that's blocking or getting in the way for you. So the lesson here is going to be as an opportunity to move past these limiting beliefs, be more open-minded as you find solutions to your problems and to do the deep inner work. With this being a very deep year, there's going to be an opportunity for you to have these big rewards this spring and summer. There's a lot of great great opportunities that are going to happen. It's just going to take a moment of you getting very serious and very down uh, to business for uh, working your process, working your plan. It's going to be you having to do the work. Much of this year, you're going to be focused on Saturn themes, which is quality and pleasure and enjoyment and what your beliefs are uh, focused around this. Asking yourself what are your beliefs and what is your ability to get the things that you want. Uh, What is what kind of a quality of life do you want and what do you deserve to have. This time represents your future connection with what you value and quality. So next on August, around the 12th, you're going to make this shift. It's going to feel like you have been debating something or trying something new or wanting to change something new, especially if you've wanted to change your habits or your routines. When uh, Venus goes Kazemi, this is like a pivotal moment where you feel like, you know, I'm definitely done with this. I'm ready to quit X, Y, and Z. I'm ready to be done with this habit. I'm ready to move forward. This is the halfway point of the Venus retrograde. So to understand a Kazemi, this is where a planet conjoins in the heart of the sun. So in traditional astrology, this is looked at as the planet coming towards the sun and it's sick or unhealthy and then when it conjoins with the Sun the illness leaves the body and this is a new beginning of of a new start so it's a very a strong and opportunistic time that whatever you are releasing whatever you are quitting at this time you are now moving forward with a new you then on the 23rd to the uh, September 15th mercury is going to station retrograde in Virgo now this is Mercury's home sign of Virgo so it's almost looks to me like a re-examining of the data or reorganizing things. It might be frustrating, so technology, you may have problems, phone, email, text, computers, there's going to be some kind of miscommunication. So take time to go back, review, rethink, uh, repair things, uh, all the re-things that are in your life. Uh, We have venus and mercury together in retrograde so this is a lot of energy that's under reconstruction that you have work to do here this includes your values that are changing and how you want to be seen how you want to be known as you are changing with this energy squaring jupiter part of the conflict at the at this time is that jupiter wants you to expand this taurus area of your life like what do you value yourself your possessions your self-worth Venus retrograde in Leo is like you might not have the confidence. So a lot of this is going to be about you gaining confidence, gaining the the belief that you're attractive. Now, it's not always attractive about a physical body sense, but really being attractive is your personality. Venus retrograde in Leo is shifting that idea in your head. Next in September, September 3rd, Venus is going to station direct. So at this point, this is again where I want you to think about where was Venus when it was entering its shadow back in June. What has happened to you that changes your value system and all that change leading up to this moment that you are now on a forward moving path towards something new, something else. On September 4th, Jupiter's gonna station retrograde. Now to understand this, we look to Jupiter being direct like this expansion in the room. It's the largest gaseous planet of the Zodiac. It's the gifts, it's the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. Jupiter has you question your faith and your belief. And uh, a lot of Jupiter is about being grateful. So when Jupiter stations retrograde, this is like going without that faith or going without that belief. It means not going out to be healed, but having to turn inward. Jupiter going through Taurus is being like this expansion of your values, this expansion of your belief. But it's reflection. It's a time of finding the truth and that gratitude within yourself, creating it yourself and letting go of the external circumstances that you needed to have in order to have gratitude or for you to feel abundant. Then on September 15th, Mercury is going to station direct. And this might seem like there's something that you want or a way that you want to be seen that's kind of a, a shock or a shift or a challenge in your beliefs. So in turn, causing you to to shift or change your beliefs. This time period might feel like a big forward movement, a push. It's like, okay, you've gotten organized and you have this clarity on things. Now there's a sense of belief in yourself and now you can just do anything. Then October. On October 4th, we have Mars conjoining the South Node in Libra. This is a transit that we get every two years. And what's worth noting about this is this is a purging or releasing opportunity. So the last time Mars conjoined the South Node was somewhere between the end of December 2021 and the beginning of January 2022. So think back to this time period and try to remember something that you got rid of, especially if it's related to your beliefs. We're gonna have a similar theme here. This really seems like you're gonna have this surrender moment or this letting go of. Now with Mars in Libra is deciding the actions based off of other people. Mars and Libra is very dependent on relationships in order to make actions. And Mars and Libra can definitely act and do things for others. But it's hard for Mars and Libra to do things for themselves. And so Mars conjoining the South Node could be a separating from a relationship. Now when we get to October 7th, Venus is going to leave its shadow. So we've completely shifted the way that we identify ourselves, how you identify what is fun, what is creative, and what is passionate for you. So after Venus leaves her shadow, she immediately enters Virgo. Now here you can be very nitpicky, and it's not always very comfortable. Since Venus is opposite of Saturn at this time, there can be some difficulty with authorities, and things can seem a little confusing for you. You're wanting to be meticulous about things, but the vibe is that everything is wrong, and that you feel that there's some criticism, or some guilt, or some shame on you, that maybe you're undeserving. So try not to overanalyze yourself with this transit. Then October 14th, there's a solar eclipse in Libra. Now, what's interesting about this is Mars has just entered Scorpio and is beginning to separate, causing fights, conflicts, or cutting. It's intense, like a ride or die, pedal to the metal energy, and this is a solar eclipse. So it's a cutting out of the light or a blocking off of the light. This is gonna cause you to make a pivotal shift Right now, in either relationships or friendships, this could be for peace and justice. There is something that seems like it's an imbalance that you may want to counterbalance. Or maybe this is a reactionary uh, point to what happened back in April on the 20th. So when we had this eclipse in Aries, this might feel like the most extreme part of the year. Then in November... Mars is going to be opposite of Uranus on November 11th. So we go a full month with Mars and Scorpio. Now this can be a time of explosive and very random energy. It can seem dark and murky with random events just happening to shake some things up. And then on the 16th, we have this value shift that's much more of like a resetting of Mars energy. Mars and Scorpio is deep and it can be a little resentful and it can go to the extreme to want to clear things up. This is now going to be recharging that energy. So before this, there can be an imbalance where you might have to cut someone or something out of your life. And then this will be more of an opening up of a window for you to focus more on your life. And then December, Mercury is gonna retrograde. What's important about this retrograde is that this is where Mercury stationed direct earlier this year, so earlier in January. So there's something about January 2023 that you're coming back to um, December thirteenth, and this is a this is this is Capricorn energy. So your plans, your ambitions, your goals, your planning, logistics, your communication, your technology. This is going to start a really big shift for you. This may be like you're getting your mindset ready for the new year. Maybe your plans will change or your goals will change. Then Jupiter stations direct on December 30th. Now this will be you moving forward. You are hopeful, you are faithful, you are secure in your beliefs, uh, you have the benefit from all this innovation and technology that you've learned throughout the year. You um, are now going to be doing some things differently. You are secure and your thought is let's do this, let's power through, let's start the next year with a bang. So you can hear a more in-depth description of these events as the year unfolds in my monthly forecast for each sign. So don't forget to subscribe.